Hey everybody, welcome back to the Mess Hall Podcast. This is episode 9 of the Mess Hall Podcast. The second part of the special two-part episode with Big Daddy Taz, or uh, Tazzy's, as I'm calling these episodes, because he made it up, I thought it was great. You know, listen to it, enjoy it, make sure you uh, rate it on iTunes, give me five stars, leave a review, I'd love that, and uh, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening to both parts, thanks. That's pretty much our time today. What? Yeah. Can we do a second course? <laughs> yeah, if you want to. <laughs> for sure. I can do this again. Yeah, let's we'll do it. Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. You'll, you'll have two Tazzies. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so. What's your favorite food? My favorite food? I don't know if I have a favorite food. Yeah, it's hard, eh? It, and I've said this before, my favorite, I don't know if I have a favorite food, but favorite type of food. Okay, what's your favorite type and, of food? favorite type of food is anything that's made by a grandmother. Yes. Um, there you go. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a grandma or an oma or a mama yeah. or whatever, right? Exactly. It's, it's somebody. And, you know, it comes out in the love of the food. And it doesn't matter if it's an Italian dish or a Chinese dish or an East Indian dish. It's all really good and just amazing. And the, the patience that goes into it and the years and years of perfection that's gone into it is overwhelmingly. I don't know how to describe it. Well, but it's the years it and years of it does. It, it, it's the years and years of knowing what not to put in and what not to do. Yeah, I right? guess that's the way to put it. Like you know, because and, and and it's just like you said, it's just hearty. You know, it's. I watched. Uh, I watched my uh, buddies' mom cook when I was a kid. Right, my mom and dad—they weren't great cooks at all. They, my dad was a good barbecuer, and they—they they just sort of like we were a hamburger helper kind of a family, right. and everyone's you know, cook this and cook that. But you watch my aunts cook, or you watch my grandma cook, right, or other people's grandmothers cook, and it was the best ingredients too because they took the time to go and get um, the the proper proper foods. There's a place called the Fusion Grill in, in, in Winnipeg. If you, ever, if you ever pop down to Winnipeg, I'll take you there. My buddy, Scotty, the, one of the reasons I love it is that it's all Manitoba sourced, and he runs out of stuff because he doesn't make a whole bunch of it. You know, There's a couple places like that in the city, right? Santa, Santa Ana is the same way. Oh, I'd love, I'd love that story we're out of it because you didn't get here early enough. Yeah. So he only has a little bit of stuff, and every day they're out of the market. But it's always fresh. Probably. It's always fresh. I love going to the farmer's market and getting that, getting the fresh stuff. Or I contacting any of the farmer, but my farmer buddies. Like I get my bison, I get it straight from my, my buddy's paddock, right? Yeah. And I get the fish. I get it like locally caught, or we catch it ourselves, or whatever. And but the vegetables and stuff, you go to the farmer's market and you get it, because you go to Safeway or, or Sobeys or any of these stores, and those are those are like hothouse tomatoes. Yeah. Right. They have very little taste. They have very little. But when I was a kid, bananas were were uh, yellow and then black. They never came green like that. No. Right? They weren't incredible whole green. Yes. And just as hard to open, by the way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you might as well have a plantain with the You shouldn't have to use a butter knife to open up the top and just totally freaking destroy the top of your banana. I remember right? taking bananas and just grabbing it by the top and just giving it a little flick. Yeah. And it would open so, nicely. Oh. Now if you do that, it's... You go like that. You're like you're like, and then you hit your you sister. Hit it off the table. Yeah, you have to you, yeah, bring out the Ginsu knife, cut the top off. Yeah, find the top of your finger, go to the hospital, come <laughs> back. 
by the time you come back, the banana's just about right. <laughs> so true. It's perfect. But yeah, no, it's, it's about getting the good ingredients. Like, I, when we grow our tomatoes, you know, it's they're all odd-shaped, but they all taste great. Yeah, I, I right? don't care about the shapes. No, it's, but you watch these people, you're like, oh, that one's not too round, or that one's this. Every, if you've noticed when you go to a, a, a grocery store, every uh, vegetable or anything you want is all perfectly yep. they're, they're all they're all clones of the the other stuff yes you go to a farm it's not like that yep. you get a tomato the size of your head and you get a you know you get a potato the size of your thumb yes and it's, it's, it's everything in between yeah I went to a farm this year like in the in the fall and it was a greenhouse farm but they had stuff inside they had stuff outside he allowed us just to pick like tomatoes right off the vine yeah they're just so good you know he had peppers, he had hot peppers and green and yellow and yeah. orange and, you know, kale and asparagus. And oh, we do Chris, we do kale, Swiss chard, all of that sort of stuff. It's so good right out of the farm. Oh, for sure. You yeah. Know, the first time I had asparagus at an asparagus farm, yeah. and just taking it out of the field and snapping it off, the taste is so much different. And the texture. Yes. Right? It's not sinewy. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's it doesn't smoother. it doesn't it doesn't have wood it doesn't have that woody yeah kind of, and, and that's my big thing too at the restaurant too Here, learn how to cook vegetables yeah they don't need to be soft yeah. right when I go to put my fork on and on a on a piece of asparagus and I slowly go through like hot butter a hot knife and through butter it's overcooked yeah right learn how to cook your vegetables and and I think that's you're right it's a problem almost where. People don't want to send it out crunchy, but it's not a bad thing to have a little crunch in your vegetable. Well, it's, it still has flavor then. Yeah, it's right? just it, cooked nicely. It does, and I don't need I don't need you know I don't need uh, I don't need cheese on my uh, broccoli. Yeah. I, we were at a restaurant. I said, "What's the what's the vegetable? Well, it's broccoli and cheese." I said, "Okay, I'll have that, but no cheese." I don't know if we could do that. Well, yeah, you just don't put the cheese on the broccoli. <laughs> you see how this might be, yeah. right? <laughs> You're saving a step. Well, ask the chef if we can do that. Okay. <laughs> then she comes back. Okay, he's willing to do it for you. Awesome. Willing. <laughs> willing. Willing to do it for me. Okay. Like she held a knife up to the guy's yeah. throat. Yeah. <laughs> threatened him. And no. it took forever to t- for me to convince my buddies that uh, peppers all are uh, like an orange, a green pepper, orange pepper, yellow pepper, or red pepper. They're all the same pepper. They're just different stages of, yeah. of ripe, right? Exactly. <laughs> he's, no, no, they're different. They were in different packages at the store. I go, that's because I grew up with my color. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. But it's like, we don't have green peppers at our house. We always get the red or yellow. Red or yellow. Orange if I, orange if I want something really sweet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. I prefer, I like stuff on the sweet side, but I like yeah. savory too. But, yeah. You know, I just like peppers. Well, you know, my son, my son, my 10-year-old, ever since he was a kid, has just liked really... I'll buy the, the the tiny bell peppers. Yeah, you know, which you pay more for because you're just undeveloped, uh, under underdeveloped peppers. But we thought we'd. Well, somebody's very upset in the background. That's all right. That's it. Maybe they should come over and talk about. Yeah, it's making us happy. Maybe she needs a Snicker bar. <laughs> My son, from the very young age, I used to take avocado and real feta. Right, I get organic feta because. Okay. You need so much little, so little of it to get that big flavor, and then I'll take some Italian dressing, uh, either I'll homemade, uh, homemade Italian dressing, or I'll just use it and mix that with an avocado, and then I put it in my son, and I, I cut the top off, clean out a, a, one of those small 
You know, smell bell peppers? Like, yeah, yeah. I'll stuff that in there, put nice. a little bit of extra fat on top, and I would give it to him for lunches at school. Yeah. And he just loves that sort of stuff. He yeah. really, he doesn't like packaged food. He doesn't, everybody else has Lunchables. He's like, no, no, I don't want Lunchables. No, my son's the same way. Yeah, and now he's making, how old's your son? 12. Okay, yeah, my son's 10, right? So he's, he's now he's making his own stuff, right? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, my son helps us get his lunch ready sometimes. And yeah. We used to make more just for him so he'd have his lunch and he'd go to school and have these amazing lunches. Yeah. Now he's more like, he doesn't want it. He just wants a, it's going to sound ridiculous, but a, a sunflower seed, so no no peanut butter. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's almost... Well, we use, we use, yeah. we use uh, sunflower seed spread as well, yeah. yeah? Sunflower seed butter and turkey sandwiches. That's, that's his lunch. Really? Yeah, he loves it. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, if he's happy and he eats yeah, it. Yeah, if he eats it, he's, yeah. and, if, and if it's enough. Yeah. And my son's always a ton of vegetables, yeah, and some sort of fruit. Yeah. And his prin- uh, his principal or what his his main will be whatever we had made the night before. So sometimes I'll you know I'll if it was passed I'll heat it up put it in a container for him okay. or he will now. Uh, but uh, it's always been ex- or he loves sushi right. Okay. So but the but yeah the California and he he's, he's starting to like the the more traditional soup but yeah. he likes the you know chicken teriyaki. So he'll be the kid that has sushi with you know at school and. The, the teacher's like, we're not sure if that's nutritionally. Shh, it's okay. <laughs> Look yeah. at all the vegetables he has. Yeah. Exactly. We don't know if that's nutritionally. You know, he doesn't have any milk. We don't drink milk in our. We we have almond almond, yeah, cashew, uh, coconut sort of, milk. Is coconut milk is real. Yeah. But it's funny. That's the teacher one time sent me a thing. I don't think that here their lunches are tradition or are uh, nutritionally. They're like, no, they're just not traditional. So that's why you're questioning. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <coughs> it's not exactly Pardon what me. they want, but it's, I don't know, I think lunches are, should be whatever the kid will eat sometimes. Like, if my son's not going to eat carrots, why am I going to send him with so, carrots? Yeah. And I'll just give him celery instead. Yeah, he whatever wants. he wants. I let my son pick what he wants, yeah. and I'll go through and go, yes, generally. Yeah. You know, well, sometimes we'll forget that there's peanuts in something we've made, so we can't take it because a couple of us classmates are like incredibly incredibly yeah. uh, allergic to peanuts but uh, you know yeah but it's so it's, it's school lunches are very interesting it's, I, I, and I've talked to other people and they have similar feelings it's just but they're more of the traditional type of well I just send them with this this and this and this and like a ham sandwich yeah. right? or whatever yeah I just ham cheese sandwich on white bread you know, you know, the thing, too, is that I found that when my son was really proud of this, because people would be like, what are you eating? Yeah. He would, you know, he'd want to bring it more and more, and that's okay, because it adds variety. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, you know, I remember my dad would make sandwiches and put everything in the freezer the night before, and be like, why? Well, it keeps everything fresh. No, my ham sandwich is <laughs> frozen when I go to eat it. I don't yes. know how, you know, thermodynamics work, but <laughs> open up, I open up my, uh, you know, my A-team lunchbox, and uh, my sandwich is still frozen. So I can't eat it. <laughs> oh, I, Early intervention, I think that's what that was. Yeah, right? I, I, I think the eighteen lunch box is pretty awesome myself. <laughs> that's, uh, Listen, fool. <laughs> yeah. Just or or I I think I had a Smurfs lunch box. You had a Smurfs lunch box. Yeah, I had a, a fog, big blue one. A big, the big blue one yeah. with a with a all all them all looking at uh, Smurfette, right? Yeah, yeah I had a uh, I had a. Uh, 
a Fall Guy lunchbox uh, okay. from uh, Lee Majors. I had a $6 million man lunchbox, and I had, I'm, I'm, you know, 51 this year, so I had, I had that sort of cool era of, of neat TV shows growing up, and I still had the, the metal lunchboxes and yeah. stuff, too. I was just slightly younger, but we have, we're more of that plastic lunchbox with the thermos yeah, the thermos on the side. The, yeah. the one you drop once and it would never work again because yeah. it would just like shatter, right? Yeah. The Aladdin lunchboxes. It, yeah. just, it wasn't those cool metal ones where it's like indented with yeah. whatever you have, like the AT. The embossed on it, yeah, yeah. But just a sticker of the Smurfs or sticker of He-Man. Yeah, <laughs> He-Man. I got a He-Man one. Oh, in my classic car, in, all, in my classic cars, what I do is I, I keep that and I put... I have a, usually have a pair of pliers and a, and a couple of multi-tools and a couple of rags and stuff in there. And I keep that in my back as my, my, my tool kit. Nice. So if I go to these garage sales, I always, you know, pick that sort of stuff up. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'd love to have one again, but now it's just like <laughs> Paw Patrol. And I don't want a Paw Patrol lunchbox. <laughs> what? You don't want Marvin or whatever? What's it? Marshall or whatever the dog's name is? Really? Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Um, my son watches it. I just stay away from that. <laughs> so you, we were talking about uh, grandma food, right? Yeah, and it's like it's right back to uh, right back to the it's the ingredients that they use, yeah, and the stuff that we never even think about putting in. Yeah, you know, a guy a pinch of salt when you're making uh, anything onion will sure bring out that 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 the the sweetness of the onion. Yeah. You don't think about it that way, right? Have you ever put? A pinch of salt in your vanilla ice cream. No, I have not. Same thing. It brings out that vanilla flavor even more. That's weird. Yeah, but it's. I wonder if it fools your mouth. Maybe it does, but I don't. I don't know the. Yeah, we're not gastronomic guys, eh? No, but I. We're good food guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's one of those things, like those small little things that you learn. Like, like I said, maybe not what to not, what not to do. And yeah what not to put in there but just that little pinch of salt like you said with the onions but in the vanilla ice cream too well, I know they do it on they put some salt on, on some of the chocolate things we get and it really enhances the the, the chocolate right yeah salted caramel has been yeah yeah, yeah. Lately. well you know what brother it's it, a lot of the foods we have they don't have the same taste as when we were a kid no right? they don't and, and, and it's just it's we've gone from artificial to like I, I, I met uh, I met the head confectioner at a, a very famous uh, drive-through coffee place that might rhyme with Jim Norton's. Okay. And uh, I, I said, I, you know, I really like your pumpkin, you know, the pumpkin, you know, uh, anything the pumpkin they have, the, the, the pumpkin uh, uh, muffins and stuff like yes. that. He goes, yeah, there's no pumpkin in there. I'm oh. like, what? He goes, well, there's pumpkin, but it's mostly the pumpkin. Play his his job was to create the flavor but in a in a liquid form interesting really neat eh yeah I'd love to see the process yeah right well you can get a you can get a uh, you can get a uh, uh, a taste and the olfactory you know the yeah. you know a lot of people don't realize when you buy when you're buying some of these orange juices that have been pasteurized well you pasteurize them they go in a big tank and it kills the flavor and it kills the yeah. Smell so they hired Fabergé to create an orange smell, which they add to the which they add to the uh, orange juice. Interesting. It's, <coughs> well, I was just talking last night about fresh squeezed orange or fresh squeezed juice. Yeah. Well, of course I said uh, I just had some fresh squeezed pineapple juice, and it didn't make sense in my head, but just fresh juiced pineapple. And 
Yeah, fresh squeeze. I'm not doing a lot of squeezing. Yeah, we've talked about how you just have to. Well, what I, you know, what, I, one, so of the, one of the things, I haven't had a pop since November 2015. I don't drink pop anymore. Okay. And mostly because of, because of the phosphoric acid. It takes like almost 70 days to get out of your system, right? So we we're trying to figure out what we could uh, substitute. What we, what we do is I take ginger. I, I juice the ginger. I add it to lemon, water, and honey. And that's what I have. And, and, and now I add kefir to it, and it becomes like almost like a pop. Nice. We make homemade kefir at home as well, yeah. which is really good for your, you know, your gut yeah. flora and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, my wife enjoys it. So, yeah, a lot of people are. That's gross. I'm like, well, you're eating the wrong kind. Right? Have you ever juiced beets? <coughs> I have not juiced. It. Yes, we do. I'm sorry. Yes, we do. What am I thinking? Yeah. I like that. And then my wife will use the pulp in yeah. muffins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we do the same thing. You use a juice a carrot. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we my wife every day every uh, every week makes a, a, a juice for the week. And it's got beets and carrots and, and you know, and, and, and uh, cabbage and all apples and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. you got to be careful, though, because beets are really, really high in sugar. Like, people okay. don't realize how high in sugar they are, but they're so good for you. Yeah, they are. And, you know, it's an interesting debate right now, like paleo diets and anything. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, is it really worth not having that apple because there's too much sugar in it? Tell me how many people have died because they ate too many apples. Yeah, exactly. Right? Tell me how yeah. many people have died because they ate too many vegetables and fruits. Yeah. Right? So. It's everything in moderation. Like, I'm 283 pounds, yeah. right? I know that because I stepped on the scale uh, a little while ago. My cardiologist went, okay, we need to talk, right? Yeah. But uh, he, he, he's, he's the one that told me, how many people have died because they ate too many vegetables and too many fruits? Yeah. Eat those fruits, eat those vegetables, and take away, you know, it's the starch. We, we, we are generally a starch, like I love starches. Yes. It's what makes me feel full. Yeah. And big, giant chunks of meat. <laughs> so he said, cut the rest back and have, have Adder at all the fruits and vegetables you want. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with the apples and oranges no. and fruits and well, green bananas. <laughs> <laughs> those are chewy. Yes. But, but you're right. You're 100% right. Like, how... How can it be wrong to have an apple? Yeah. How can it be wrong to have an orange or, or beets? Or well, you know what? It's it's the whole the whole idea that we've been sort of brainwashed. We look at what what do they tell you to have? You have this much vegetable, this much fruit, this much grain, this much meat. Well, that whole we all know the Canada Food Guide is just so archaic that it just it doesn't you know it doesn't match up anymore. Yeah. Right? It's now we know you should have this and this and the you should. It's the combinations of food you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have proteins with your your fruits because your fruits they, they, they digest first and then all that's a whole different podcast yeah right but all I know is that I love delicious food and if you can make the anything delicious I'll eat it if, you, if it's healthy and delicious I'll eat it as well yeah me too I feel the same way have you ever gone a few days without a salad or something and you eat a salad and you're like oh, I forgot how good this could be yeah. yeah right I forgot how fresh this could be how 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 lovely just you know, like a raw tomato could be and, uh, and also on the other end of that, going weeks and weeks without something unhealthy and then having the unhealthiness. Yeah. It's like, I forgot on how, unhealth, how unhealthy this is because it's just like bogs you down almost. And well, yeah. You'd be, like I, went, I, had to go, I had to go a couple of weeks without gluten because I had to have these tests done. And I'll tell you, by day four, I was ready to punch a nun in the head, right? I just yeah. like, I, I need my gluten. And then I felt great. And then I had some gluten. And I was just like, right away, got gassy and like gut just swole right up. And 
Yeah. It's bizarre that I'll go months and months and months without going to a fast food place, and then I'll pop it off. Oh, the only option. I'll pop it and yeah. have that. And I'm like, why? As I'm eating, I'm like, why? It does. There's no, no taste to it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel the same way. I feel. So if I'm going to have definitely a, have to have yeah. that balance. Well, if I'm going to have a cheat day, and I want a burger, I'm going to go have a good burger. Yes. I'm not going to go to the Burger Kings or the McDonald's or the yeah. Wendy's or anything. Like that. I'll go to. A, then I'll go like somewhere to the Five Guys or whatever, where or I'll go somewhere where I can, or I'll make my own burger. Something really enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Make it worth it. Exactly, and I feel the same way. Like that McDonald's burger isn't what I want when I have a burger. No. It's or the Burger King or wherever. And same as the sub. Like on my way home from bath today, I'm going to stop at uh, Val Bella Meats in Canmore, and it's this little meat shop, and it's yeah. amazing, and. Just quality. Like, yeah. You know, they do have cold cuts. But they're good ones. And they don't taste like salt. Like, yeah. You know you get some. They greasy salt yeah. taste. Or what What I hate is when you eat something and then you... Why is my mouth coated like this? Yes. Right? Or you wake up in the middle of the night and you have to drink a gallon of water. A gallon of water. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's bizarre. Growing up, we had bologna all the time. Now I find one piece of bologna. Somebody, oh, try this bologna. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like, well, it's, it's grease. Yeah. It's a tube of shitty grease. Yeah, right? it is. It's just... You know, it brings back happy memories, almost, but at the same time, it brings well, up bad memories of why. My mom and dad would... We, we never had... We had never, we never had sliced bologna. We always had that big chunk yeah. of bologna. Maple you could, leaf. Maple leaf, just... The, yes. Yes. So the sw- burns, you just cut it whatever size you wanted. One side of your sandwich would be two inches thick, and it would go down to like a third of an, you know, <laughs> yeah. a third of a millimeter on the other side, just an, on an angle. Yeah, that, yeah. Cutting it with an old rusty knife. Yeah, exactly right. Just cut, just just hacking away, yeah. right? Just, yeah, it's it's amazing how food changes for for us over time. And oh. A lot of people say the same thing. It's it's convenience, right? It's yeah. all about it's all about convenience, and yeah. uh, the. Uh, the, uh, the the idea of being open open a fridge and put something in your mouth as opposed to taking the time to to yeah. cook and a lot of that too is that families eat in front of the TV a lot of families eat in front of the TV or they don't even have to sit at the table anymore we sit at the table and we talk and we yeah. have our food and nobody starts eating until we all get there it's very yeah. very traditional and um, it's it's such a it's such a, a good thing because then we sit around and we talk at the table um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like we do the same thing. Sometimes my son will try to start eating before we're all sitting down, but you know we we just enjoy that family time. And, yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's the uh, the whole the whole idea of of convenience. Yeah. So what I do is I try to make some stuff that's convenient to eat. Like if I'm going to cook up, I'll cook up at the beginning of the week. I'll cook up a you know five, four or five chicken breasts, and I'll cook up some fish or I'll make a I'll make a, a tuna or whatever and then if my son's hungry we will we'll go and we'll grab we'll go and grab some uh, whatever's in the fridge is already there take a chicken breast cut it up you got yourself a sandwich get some crackers have some you know get some rice crackers and have yourself uh, yeah. some tuna or the vegetables are already cut and already there yeah right yeah as opposed to the bag of water that used to be the salad yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I agree with you like those those things that they bring a smile to my face, almost like that grandmother food. Yeah, like bringing the gram again to that grandmother thing. But it is, and I love food that will bring a smile to my face. Yeah, and 
it's not hard to bring a smile to my face with some foods. Yeah. But it's and it also goes the opposite way. It's so it's so easy to not bring a smile to my face, like with a crappy burger and just throwing it in my mouth for convenience. Yeah. So, and you said that convenience sometimes. The best part about food is that it can elicit a lot of love for yourself and a lot of great memories. Yes. Right? And so why choose crappy food? Yeah. Choose the food that you love. Choose the food that's going to be healthy. And then find in between the two, right? Find, yeah. find, find, find the, you know, where they cross. And that's, that's where you eat. Find the healthiest food that can make you the happiest. And, and I think everything will be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know, that you're 100% right. And on that note, I think we're yeah. going to leave it right there. Yeah, so. we're going to do that. I'm just going to call you guys. Ellie has. Yeah. <laughs> Hassan is coming down to yes. talk to you, too. So awesome. I'm going to tell him to come down. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, it was great to have Taz on to do a two-part episode. You know, we just didn't stop talking. We had a great time. Next week's guest is Chris Cope. And enjoy. Thanks, and keep on playing with your food. <laughs>